Hey, welcome to I'm That Mom, the podcast about motherhood without the pressure of perfection. My name is Katie. I'm a self-taught entrepreneur who started my baby company while pregnant and grew it to an eight-figure business as a single mom of three. Join us as we discuss the fun, funny, and messy parts of motherhood. We're certainly not experts. We're just here to support all the moms and hopefully, collectively, we don't completely it up. Okay, we're back. This time with, I think, a little bit more serious topic, which I kind of like that sometimes we're like goofy and funny, and sometimes it's about real life things. Um, And today I want to talk about role swaps for the working mom. Um, And really, is this something that we'll see more of? You know, with all this like juggling careers and parenting and personal life, it really can feel impossible. Um, So today I invite you guys to join us as we talk about working moms who've swapped roles from boardroom meetings to PTA, um, whether you've been a CEO by day and a bedtime uh, storyteller by night, or a master multitasker at work and home. Um, This podcast is for you. So really, and oh, I'm here with Kristen, my partner in crime. Hello again. I, I'm just going to start labeling Happy you to be here. as that. Um, you know, it's funny, Kristen, like gone are the days of fathers being MIA, um, working while mom is home and cleaning the house. But it's about damn time. Yeah. Am I right? It, it is. I think the modern family dynamics are changing. And honestly, I'm here for it. I It's better for mom's sanity. It's better for the kids and better for the family unit. We live in a society where the working mom is you know, exchanging her traditional responsibilities between spouses or family members. And, you know, I'm the first to say, like, moms can do it all. I think that working moms are badasses. I think stay-at-home moms are badasses. I think you pick the, the you know, your career and your choice of how you want to live your life with your marriage and your children, and you have to do what makes you happy. So for all the moms out there doing all the things, I applaud you. For all the dads out there that are actually owning their roles as either a stay-at-home or a working dad, maybe you've got two working parents, like, let's stop defining it and just kind of embrace the different dynamics. Yeah, I like to always tell people, because you you made it a good point, where pick what works for you, right? And I always tell people, I'm a better mom as a working mom. And I think there's moms out there are probably better mothers as stay-at-home mothers. Like, that's just for me, for my sanity. Like, I need that release so that when I come home, I really appreciate the children, the time together. And I don't know, it just works better for us. I think I would go insane if I was a stay-at-home mom. But also, I know people that are amazing stay-at-home moms that rock it. And I'm like, I'm so impressed that they do it. And I'm like, I don't know how you do it. Yeah. to me, that's almost more impressive yeah. most days. It's so hard. And I I don't know how you grew up, but but me growing up, I had um, two entrepreneurial parents and my dad was home a lot. And so I watched my mom kind of build this business and my dad really was there for us, helping us do a lot of things. Um, they both worked, but my dad was extremely present. Um, but with my first marriage, uh, my first husband really, you know, he was a physician, he was in residency, and he was gone all the time. And I was trying to still build a career, but had the responsibilities of the young kids at home. And it was hard. Like, I would have, I always used to joke that I needed a stay-at-home wife. Like, I still wanted to be married. I think we still all do. Right? And I ended up getting, actually, I think it was with when my daughter was born, um, I hired a nanny, which ultimately became my stay at home. I didn't have the grandparents that would watch my kids all day because they were running their businesses and working. And so um, I had to hire myself a stay at home mom because 
I didn't have a husband that was going to stay home and take care of the kids. Um, in fact, his work schedule was horrible. And I was growing a business. But you, on the other hand, have – tell tell us about how your circumstances are. So I grew up – really, my dad always worked. It was a very traditional role. My mom stayed home with us a lot, and then she kind of worked later in life, um, which was great to see both dynamics. But even when she worked, it was still understood. Like, she was still – the caregiver the home like the person that takes care of the home like there was never that dynamic where I think they shared responsibilities a lot which causes a lot of frustration right so like I know for me and my husband he used to work 14 16 hour days was always gone like he really didn't even have the capacity to really help me right um with our first kids but then when we had our we welcomed bro our second kid our dynamics had changed a lot like he had sold his business and he was figuring out things and we were kind of like letting my career kind of take off um and so we kind of looked at each other and said you realize that if we had this second kid like i can't be home for the next year and a half watching like i was with the first one he's like yeah i got this we're gonna do this and i'm like all right, let's go. Let's do this. Yeah. And then reality set in, right? And the first few months were really, really tough, right? He he was like, what did I get myself into? What did and I he, just commit I to? I bet he was kind of struggling with a bit of identity crisis, too. Like right. I mean, what he had always been known is like this person that goes to work every day and provides and then comes home and all the things are done. And now it's a complete dynamic swap. But what it really did for our marriage is it made him realize in those first few years how much of a struggle it must have been for me because I was working too, but I was also taking care of the kids full time. And he realized, he's like, I don't know how you did it. Like now he realizes that there's certain, I how, think certain skills that mothers have. That how did he realize that? With. Because I think everybody listening is like, how do I get my husband the to The only realize? way <laughs> is for them to do it. You yeah. can't tell them, you can't even show them until they really have to do it and they don't have you as the resource. There's no way. I truly believe that they can't fully ever understand until they're in the thick of it. And that's the only way. And now he really, but now he's become this superstar like dad that does all the things. He's going to the doctor's appointments. He's like putting the kids to bed every night or not every night. Um, He's fixing dinners. He's getting up in the middle night and doing bottles. And like, I think now that I'm saying all this out loud, I have to go home and tell Jonathan how much I love him and that I really haven't appreciated as much as I should have. Right. Because in my mind, I'm like, well, I did it. So. What, you want some kind of praise? But I'm realizing that dads aren't built that way. We're mothers. We're inherently, I truly believe that we are built to be caregivers, right? Yes. And dads are not. And no matter how much we try to say we're all the same, I think we all have strengths and weaknesses. So for him to stretch and do that is really a big deal, I think. Yeah. Um, Same for moms, too. Like, I think moms that work, like, go and then they're the ones that are taking care of, you know, maybe working the income whatever that's hard too because you're having to shift like maybe you're inside your soul you're like I want to be home I want to go to the the zoo school trip with the kids I want to be home when they're on the doc like for the doctor like you want to do all the things but then you're like but I also need to go to work and so you struggle oh it's there's that mom yes right let's talk about mom guilt Katie it it's real (laughs) how do you how do you cope with mom guilt because you've I mean I feel like you're like this super successful CEO right you've always I feel like you've always been the more present parent for all of your kids, right? I mean, that's yes. fair to say. Like, you're oh, the one sure. doing all the things and you're also going to work. Like, how do you struggle? But my kids are older now, too. So it does, I will say that for moms listening that have, like, babies and toddlers, 
the mom guilt was more intense because you're it's everything is a first and right. so you're afraid you're going to miss the first field trip and the first you know christmas party and the and then you see all these other moms that are like going to all the school activities and signing their kids up for all the things and i had to kind of make that choice of i'm going to make sure that when i'm there i'm 100% present because i did oh that's go, a really good point right like i went to you pick to and the, choose what you're going to do but if you're going to do it you're go all, all in, in. that's right that. where i would go to like the christmas parties and i'd see all these moms basically like standing in the corner gossiping and like chit-chatting about their tennis games and all this stuff and I was the one like running the activity and making sure the kids were doing cool things and like a thousand percent present in that moment Uh, and then the second the party was over you know I peaced out and was so thankful that I work (laughs) because it was not my cup of tea but I love that that's a really good perspective to have if you're gonna do it pick and choose what's important but go all in that's right be there and I think it's what keeps me sane during the workday because I get to step away from kids and the you know and the it because it's nonstop even now I mean this morning Lila woke me up she wanted my straight iron because she wanted to straighten her hair and then she wanted me to make her eggs and then she wanted to and I just got I know this you mean Lila the favorite no that's saved herself but the other two are driving thank god so it's a lot easier she still is very needy um but it's non-stop kid stuff until I finally like pull up at school and she gets out of my car and I like breathe a sigh of relief (laughs) then come to work and I get to really just kind of focus on work because I'm not having they're at school I feel like they're safe they're doing what they need to do then I leave work and then it's driving them to cheer and going to soccer practice or baseball or a football game or doing all the things that require it so it's very long days but that separation keeps me like mentally I feel like a little bit more grounded Um, because I'm not as exhausted right like so you know in the summer when before kids go back to school it's almost a little bit harder because I've got them needing me during the day whereas when they're at school they're a little bit more preoccupied right um but yeah, so I like the division, right? Like a little bit more separation of house and same. I love <laughs> work. it. That's why I say it. I'm a better mom as a working mom. Yeah, yeah. And I and I think that you know supporting each other doing that. So you know we were talking about dads. I got divorced when my youngest was two, and so then I was a single mom for a very long time. Um, and they'd go to their dads every other weekend, and the you know Thursdays in between, which were my sanity because it gave me a break like breathing space for any moms going through divorce right now the scariest thing in the whole world is trying to like imagine having a weekend without your children and I remember my mom telling me I you know I was sitting there like boohoo crying going how can I ever not see them every day and and she looked at me and like was dead serious and she was like I promise you one day you or this is going to be your favorite weekends and I was like oh, it's impossible like how can I do that uh, we got to ask Katie have you gotten over it yet oh my god it yes <laughs> it's amazing because then when I do see them like I'm I'm all in again right um so it's yeah it's like a reset it's like a reset and then now I'm remarried and their stepdad is a wonderful you know stepdad to them but he I don't make him carry the burden of really raising my children I feel like that still is my responsibility right, and, and that's fair yeah and it keeps us having a healthy marriage too so so you know I do feel like women as caretakers like we can do it all it's hard um but it comes I, with a lot of stress and anxiety if you do it, yes but I have several of my best friends are extremely successful working moms 
um, and they have stay-at-home dads. And, you know, had we talked about this maybe 10 years or 20 years ago, I think I would have been like, really? Ew, like you're not making him work? Because to me, everybody is capable of work, right? You also, so just like women want to have respect when they say at home, you have to, then that's a struggle too. You have to transfer that same respect to the husband now and don't diminish yeah. their value just because, because now what you used to say was hard work, it's now hard work for them. And probably yes. in some ways, it's even harder for them to do the things that you were doing, at least in our role. Like, I know that I had to really shift my dynamic and go, wow, I need to really appreciate this because I realize this is hard for you. And you're doing it really for me and our family so that we realized that if we both had these careers where we were working a lot and like really committed and focused, our children might suffer at the end. Like maybe we wouldn't have time for each other or for kids. And it would just, I don't know. We've made that decision probably yeah. a few months ago and it's been, it's been good. Well, and now you've got, you know, somebody that like if a kiddo is sick, like it's so nice to, you know, have know that Jonathan's there to take care of the sick oh kid. Oh my gosh. It's such a relief. Yeah. I, th I think probably if we were to take a poll, like, the most popular family dynamic is a dual career family. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's obviously, like we were talking about, met with its own challenges. You know, you still have to balance work and family responsibilities equally. And I bet that's what most, um, you know, husbands and wives fight about. Like, who stays at home when kids are sick? It drove me crazy, you know, when... My ex-husband used to say that his job was more important than mine. And oh, that's oh. a sting. Like, ooh. Oh, my God. He was saving lives and what I was designing diaper bags. And I'm like, oh. Uh, both save lives. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just it's hard, you know, but who comes home and cooks dinner? Who wants to clean the house, right, after working a full day? Like, who takes the kids to doctor's appointments? And, you know, I definitely think that agreeing of responsibilities and saying, regardless of maybe somebody's income that they're making, because what if, I think if two are making the same income, it's probably easier to divide. But let's say one is making twice as much, right? Then does their job become a priority? You know, I don't think in our society, I think sometimes it does, but it's not always the case. Yeah, but I don't think that's right, you know, or fair. I feel like you have children together and it's together your responsibility. And then if you both are providing for the family financially or exploring, maybe maybe it's even exploring an, a hobby or, you know, it's whatever makes you happy. Um, maybe it's your job. Maybe it's, you know, it could be a, a variety of things. But I think that the healthiest thing for couples is agreeing, you know, that it's 50-50 no matter what. Like, and because there will be hardships, right? What happens if the one making twice as much loses their job? Well, then somebody's going to have to pick up the slack. Yeah, I know. Well, it's like they say 50-50, but I think, have y'all ever heard the kind of the, the description of it's not 50-50? It's like, it's 100 every day, but maybe one day you're 20 and I'm 80 and I, hey, I can carry your 60 or whatever. Like, I got you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's never, it's always, somebody's going to be bringing more to the table some days than others. I somebody's love that. Somebody's closer to Jesus some days than others. Yeah. That's what we use. We some Jonathan will come here and he goes, hey, I can see that I'm closer to Jesus right now. Jesus. Yeah, that's what he'll tell me. I'm like. <laughs> because you're like spiraling yeah, and sweating. Yeah, because I'm spiraling. He's like, so I'm going to take this one. Yeah. But you know what? That's <laughs> awesome that he can recognize that about you. You know? He does. He's And we've and this does not come, I just want the audience to know this is not without a lot of hard work. Yeah. counseling like don't think we got here and it was easy it was hell on wheels for yeah. a long time but I'm I am here to tell you that it it can work and there is a 
end in sight where you can respect each other. And that took me a long time to really respect him staying home. Yeah. It's, that sounds bad, right? Like, it should sound, that should be easy, but it was very difficult. Yeah. Um, I bet yeah. it was. It, it was. What? So, but now that y'all are in a better place, like, what, what do you fight about? It, about in relation to him staying at home? Like, does he still get, like jealous that you get to kind of step away from the children and then come back sometimes but I think more than anything so as women you mentioned it we can do it all I think I still struggle with well why didn't this get done like if it would have been me staying at home I would have had this this and this done and it would have been this this and this way and I have to realize that at the end of the day he took care of the children he did the things that were important and all the little things I've got to learn to kind of be like okay those weren't the most important things in that day to get done would I have gotten them done hell yeah because we women but from his perspective that that, that's probably what we fight about most and that's something I'm kind of working on to kind of step back from and go wow that really wasn't that important. So why should yeah. I be upset with it? He did the important stuff, and that's what really matters. Yeah, I so. think that's great. What What does he complain about you? Sorry, Katie, but probably that I work too much. <laughs> that's on me, though. I'm just that's just who I am. It has nothing to do with Katie. It's just like it's just who I, I love to work. Like yeah. honestly, if if I didn't have a family or a husband or whatever, I just work all day long, and yeah. I would just love it. Yeah, that same. I mean, I'm a, an extreme workaholic, but because it's fun and it's challenging, it's like, it makes all it, the difference. Yeah, it gives me that endorphin rush, which I love. So yes. it's very addictive. Um, but I, yeah, I think that's awesome. I wish you could like share your counselor's name on this podcast because we'd probably send her a lot of business from people listening going, oh, my God, like she figured it out. I tell her all the time, you know, like you save my marriage. Yeah, like, for real. Yeah. You don't charge enough. And I think that, you know, for the moms listening that are stay-at-home moms, you know, listen even to what Kristen's saying about this. You know, I think that there are definitely husbands out there that expect a certain level of, like, perfection from their wives that are staying home. And, you know, I think women struggle with the same thing. You know, they've got maybe two or three little bitty, you know, little children at home and he wants to come home, you know, kind of like that old school, like dinner on the right. table and laundry folded. Like and it's the 1950s. Yes. And like she's got her hair done and it, that's just not reality, right? She's probably got sweats on and spit up all over her and she's exhausted because kids have been hanging on her and you just, you know, that feeling of like, I just need somebody to not need me for a second. Yes. I've like, had all the touches. Yes. I've had all the I touches. Handle. I've had all everyone hanging on me and then the husband comes home and he's. He wants, wants the touches he and wants you're to like. Like, I've had too many touches. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, no matter what, it's just hard. Yeah. And I think that the more communication you have with your spouse, the better it is. Um, I've learned that even through my current relationship today. And we really try to, you know, do kind of what you said, really. Like, we go in like we're 50-50. But, hey, if you've got more on your plate right now, I'm going to pick up the slack. Right. And sometimes if I have more on my plate, I have to be vocal about it and say, okay, remember when I picked up the slack for you? Now it's my turn. Um, But, you know, that's also our magic secret power, right, that women have. And I think we need to stop assuming that they can read our minds. And if we just say, like, they can't. They can't. Ever. Yeah. And so, and, and the same goes even with, like, you know, friendships, I think. You know, so many moms support other moms, especially when you're going through all the challenges together. And, you know, if you see one of your friends struggling with something that's maybe something that you've struggled with before, don't necessarily wait for them to come out and ask for it. I think just sharing those experiences, like what you just did 
you know, with how you and Jonathan have worked through it um, can be helpful, you know, not in a judgmental way. You don't want them to feel like she's telling me what to do. Um, But I think if more of us were honest about the struggles we had and didn't focus so much on like the perfect picture on social media. um, Yeah, because you make your perfection like. You do. No one else has the same perfection within your marriage or your relationships or whatever. Yeah, but imagine how much we could all learn from each other if we were really sharing our struggles more. Yeah. I think just respecting each other and realizing that there's truth where in what they're saying on each side. Yeah. Just really trying to understand the other person. Yeah. I love that. I I mean, I just I love all of it. I love how we're accepting men as stay at home dads and that it's okay. Like it still is sexy and masculine for them to be doing very much. Right. Plus, Jonathan still works, too. He has his own little thing. So he hasn't completely let go of everything, um, but he's definitely picked up all the things I can't do. Yeah. Or I don't have time to do. Yeah. And that's amazing. I think it's amazing. And I love that we're also supporting women that are choosing to like build these like amazing badass careers the world is so much more accommodating yes and that they're still really great moms like I think putting that on a pedestal so that you know our little girls are striving to be that whether they choose to have a stay-at-home dad or a working partner or however they want to do it but giving the message of like it's okay to pick any of those channels you're still a really good mom so and you can do it all I think it's like what you said before. Pick what pick what works for you and go all in 100%. Oh gosh, that was awesome. I loved that conversation. That was a little bit therapeutic yeah, for me. I don't right? know about you. I know. It was good to say that out in an audience. Jonathan, I love you if you hear this. Oh, I love that. Um, well, we hope today you found inspiration and solidarity in your personal stories of balancing a career and family. Whether you're nailing that presentation or perfecting the art of bedtime routine, know that your efforts are seen and celebrated. Until our next episode, take care and remember, you're not alone in the chaos of motherhood. Don't forget you can check out our brand, Caden Lane, at CadenLane.com or follow us on all of our socials. We're on Instagram. YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, all the things. Um, And they've got some really great relatable mom stuff there too. So we'll see you soon.